Welcome everyone to the Beacon of Light podcast tonight. Tonight you might see a very familiar face. We just had Miss Faye on the broadcast in September and she is back and back for a very special reason. So let's get this thing going. And Faye, are you ready? I am ready. Let's do this. I'm April Tribe Juke. Welcome to the Beacon of Light podcast. I believe we are all made with light, and light is hope. This podcast brings authors who write stories of hope to all of you. Your journey to be inspired and amplified by these stories starts now. Okay, and we're back. Here we are. So excited to be here with Miss Faye Bryant. And Faye, wow, tell us where you are broadcasting from this evening. I am in East Tennessee. If it were daylight, you could see the Great Smoky Mountains out this window back here. Wow, beautiful. I know she's at the base of these beautiful mountains. And I have watched her over the years take these beautiful pictures and think, yes, it is God's beauty right there. Um, well, welcome everyone this evening on our little um, hook and grab to have you come on in for tonight. Miss Faye is going to talk about a plethora of things, but first and foremost, we want to share her story, which is that she is an author. She's also a coach. And as being an author, which is what our Beacon of Light podcast is really based on, she has not written one or two, not even three. She's actually written four books. And we're going to talk a little bit about the three of her grandma, mom, and me stories. The last one that she has is Beth. Hello, Cheryl. It is so good to see you. Thank you so much for popping up here. And with Beth, her latest book in this whole three-book series, she's going to share a little bit about um, maybe a story or two that is within that book that helped to change and transform how she lives her life today. So, Faye, take it away. I sure will. Um, this is Beth. If I can pull it out without knocking things down. Um, and Beth is based on my life. Um, and before I say anything more, I do want to preface it by saying this. If you read this book, you will think as you read, my goodness, she had such a horrible life. And I always want to tell people, no, no, no. I had a fabulous life some horrible things happened to me. So, um, for example, when I was uh, in second grade, when Beth, let me do it that way, when Beth was in second grade, she was on a school bus that was not her usual bus. The, there was a substitute bus for some reason. And she was trying to get to a seat. Well, she's little and there were junior high school students on there. And one of them was blocking the aisleway and would not get out of the way. She asked politely, and he made a sign with his hands where he held up one finger. And she, everybody laughed, and Faye, or Beth wanted to be accepted. So she did the same thing. Well, nobody in authority saw the boy do it. They saw Beth do it, and Beth got in trouble. 
She was taken off the bus. She was taken to the principal's office. She was chastised and her parents were called. And they came in and she was thinking, yes, they will take care of me. They will get me out of this. They will know that I didn't know what was going on. And they got there and all her parents could do was condemn her. They did not believe that she didn't know what was what that symbol meant. And they refused to do anything to help her. They just took her home to be disciplined. That was hard because she learned at that point that her parents wouldn't back her up. They wouldn't protect her. Later on in life, fun things happened. Uh, there was uh, other abuses and other traumas and, and things, but to see good things that happened. There was the time when her uh, fiance, the second, was meeting with her parents for the first time. And they were sitting and eating lunch. And her father was telling a story about, and I hope nobody is offended by this, but it's a thing in the South, about the difference between a Yankee and a <clears throat> Yankee. And Beth's dad was going on and on and on about that. Well, that's a person who is born in the North and moves to the South and stays there. And so that, that's a person, they call them that because they, they wish they'd go back home. Not me. Anyway, <laughs> so they're talking and they're talking and Ian, Beth's fiance at the time, looked at Beth's father and said, but where were you born? And he said, Iowa. And Ian said, and where do you live now? And Beth's dad said, Florida. And so Ian said, so what does that make you? And Beth and her mother laughed, heartily laughed. <laughs> they had never seen him uh, speechless before. And at that point, Beth's mother fell in love with Ian. <laughs> and Beth fell in love with him even more. And there are just so many stories within this life. And, uh, you know, that was the beginning, I think, of transformation when she was able to step away from the old and learn that there is hope in the new. Love that. There is always hope in the new. There is hope every day. There is hope in the very next hour. And sometimes when we get stuck and just channeling in on the list, the list of the bad, we really can put ourselves into such a victimhood that it just is drowning and suffocating. And really, when we go back and reflect with time as the gap, which is the best kind of gap to think, you know, still alive, more than survived, now I can thrive. It's really okay. So it's great to see you write these stories, help other people out, and, and bring them into a place where it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And you, you get the connection of like, ooh, me too, but hope is there. And you're not just left, you know, with all these paper cuts, so to speak, and bleeding like, whoa, is there any kind of healing coming with this story? Right. Yes, there really is. And Faye, you are a beautiful writer, and she's written this as a fiction book. And so it's really safe to jump into these types of books and to imagine 
accepting pieces of the character, identifying with them, and realizing how they solved their challenges, and that you have an opportunity the same to say, you know what, Beth had this courage, I can too. And it's it's not far-fetched, it, it is really an opportunity to take fiction, to read through it, become part of the character, and really move forward with it. <clears throat> Faye, you do a beautiful job at that. Really beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. So I do have a few questions for you. Is that um, in this third novel, that Beth, who is your, your main character, she has suffered a lot of things, and you wrote the things about your life. But the concept that you have here is that how did you come to the healing? with this book or with this final book? I actually had um, had come to the healing before I even started writing Louise, the first book in the series. Um, I really believe that had I not experienced that healing or started on that journey of healing, that I could not have written any of them because of the heart needing that. Um, I had gotten to the point and you can, you will read this in about Beth that I had gotten to the point where I had to spend each day figuring out a reason to live. I had to talk myself into not dying each day. When I realized that that's where my thoughts were, I reached out to a friend and I was like, I need help. What do I do? And she was attending at that point, a celebrate recovery group which is a Christ-centered recovery program. It uses uh, many of the tenets of uh, the 12-step programs. It uses scripture. Rather than saying higher power, it names Jesus. It names God. And the, the incredible sense of walking into this room, I was petrified. I was looking for the exits when I walked in. But the sense of walking in there and there being all kinds of people who were broken in so many other different ways and nobody was astounded by my brokenness and nobody looked down on it. And I felt so accepted for one of the first times in my life. And through continuing to go there, getting into a share group, a small group where we would share what was going on in our lives, how we were working through the steps, how we were figuring out things that were going on and what had happened and what could happen. It was in that group that I began to realize the core of what had happened in my life. And I was able to start dealing with those things. I was feeling some of this stuff. I mean, I was feeling this stuff, and but I learned how to deal with those things, not like the child, not like the young woman, but as this woman who understood how to handle the feelings, what to do with them, who was actually responsible for whatever happened. By doing that, I was able to get to the place where I was able to grant forgiveness. I was able to grant forgiveness to the parents who chose booze over me to the parents who betrayed me, the parents who lied to me, to the man who molested me, to the young fellow who raped me, to the husband who abused me, to workplace harassment. 
I was able to give forgiveness in all of those areas and every single one. And when I did that, I was set free. And that was where the healing came. That is so incredible. Thank you so much for touching us with that heartfelt story and really realizing that it takes a journey to be able to go through all of that. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I know that you are definitely more than just an author, as we mentioned before we really got things going here. You're also a speaker and a coach. So tell us a little bit about that part of your life. Uh, well, the speaking, I will, I'm one of the few who has not had a fear of getting up on a stage and talking to people. Uh, you give me 15 minutes and I will, I'll tell your audience something. Um, and usually right. <laughs> I love to tell people about God. I love to tell people about my journey. I love to tell people about finding hope. I love to share with them that God sees them as a masterpiece. That's something that our culture pounds out of us instead of into us. And the truth is, is that God sees us, his children, as his greatest workmanship. Here to do good works, here to do the things that he has designed for them. We all have a purpose. I love to be able to share that with people and to get them to the place where they recognize it and understand it. So that's speaking. Call me. We'll, we'll do it. <laughs> as far as coaching, I do have, I have three avenues of coaching or three journeys. Actually, it's one big journey and three paths for it. The first is recovery. I help people walk the same journey that I did. I tell people that I am an author, coach, and speaker who helps people just like you escape the lies of the enemy, live into God's truth, and build a life worth living and a legacy worth leaving. And I do that through this recovery coaching, helping you find freedom from your past. I do it through purpose coaching. Once you've determined who you are and, and that your past does not govern you, you need to know what you're supposed to be doing here on earth. What did God design you for? So that you can start living in that. And finally, is an unhackable life coaching where I help you get from dreaming to done, where you get away from letting distractions rule and instead you stay on the path and you stay focused on where you need to be going so that you are living out the life and the legacy that God has for you. Beautifully said. Those three, name them off again. We have recovery, purpose, and unhackable life. Excellent. So you've got an opportunity. You've heard her kind of share this part of the story. And Faye, wonderful job in coming in and taking the purpose for your life and not allowing fear or other parts of the past, letting all that go so that you can come forward and hopefully with others come and ultimately find their purpose through God. God is amazing. He really does love us. Yes. He is there. And it's always in those quiet moments that when we are listening, we get the small touch, get the small tap. And it's really phenomenal when those come. 
just before I sat in the car, walking over there, quick bump for myself, you need to text so-and-so. Okay, start texting and things come out and I'm like, huh, I guess that's it. Send it off, quick reply. And when we listen and when we're in tune, things can happen. I know for myself, being in tune is, it's kind of a, a preparatory work where with scripture study and prayer in the morning, um, that's, that's a great way to get started. But then that prayer in your heart that continues. And I know I have many mistakes is <laughs> the, the busyness and the distractions of the day. Sometimes I'm like, hmm, did I say amen? Or was I talking with God and kind of just walked away? <laughs> Whoops, come back. <laughs> and there's, there's moments like that. And I think he just maybe pats my head like, I should come back. Everything's <laughs> going again. And so grateful for that type of forgiveness and love, right? That That is part of that because it gives me now such a greater perspective with my nine children. Woo. Because the busyness of life and of the day and of the rule keeping and of this and of that, sometimes we just, we just need to praise the little as you see it, great job breathing today, you know, <laughs> and all is well. <laughs> and so it just, it's a really fascinating thing that, that we can all kind of go through. So I now want to bring something to a point because um, a little bird told me, okay, right. It was Faye. She told me, <laughs> but I have to say, she let us know this incredible thing that's going to be starting next week. Is that right? Yes, I understand that you are launching something like really special. So why don't you go ahead and share that with us? I am launching. It's called Surviving the Holidays. It's um, going to be a virtual group walk. You know, I talked about I have this journey and these different paths. Well, this is this is an additional path. It's a, a to get those who are struggling with the holidays because of trauma or grief, or abuse, or a combination of any of them, fear, perfectionism, any of these things that just make the holidays overwhelming, where we're not enjoying it. Matter of fact, we're dreading it. And we're going to, we'll use some of the content in the weekly homework from Celebrate Recovery, because the, the, the concepts are powerful and that's information that you would consume at, at your leisure. But each week we will come together as a group online to discuss what's gone on in our week. And the really crazy thing is, is we're not going to try to fix each other. We're going to listen to one another. We're not going to judge well, you're silly. That shouldn't even bother you. No, none of that. It's very much a chance to be able to share with other people who are not okay. And I'm hoping that that this group that will meet on Thursday evenings at 730 Eastern time will be able to share and be able to experience what I did walking into that building back in 2015 that my brokenness may be different from your brokenness, but broken pieces are broken pieces. And to be able to help 
one another, start putting some of those back together to where the holidays are not just horrible, but that perhaps we can get a smile or two out of them and start our way to healing. Beautiful. Well, well said. Um, it's been an interesting thing because there are times where, you know, you might get triggered and things happen, but allow that motion to work through deep breathing, maybe some writing, some prayer, and things can continue forward. I, I would really caution people to be aware of their own judgments of themselves, right? Yes. That the, the all or none, the perfection, just go, go like this, crumple it up. Oh, I'm going to actually do a big thing on this guy right here. Crumple it up, put it out there and boop. Out it goes, right? Because there's just, there is a little time. I think the awareness of how short time can actually be is probably really with us. And that shouldn't add more of the fear or the perfection. That should just allow all of the maybe worldly activities or the, the worldly traditions to kind of relax, pick maybe two. And really realize and evaluate, are we happy doing this? Is it is it part of the list or are, are we feeling good right here? I shared with you, Faye, last night, sitting on the couch with my husband. We just sat and held hands. I don't think he's ever just sat and held my hand since we were dating, which was <laughs> like 13 years ago. Like, that just doesn't happen. And we just sat and the little things. And, of course, because we're there. Here comes the kids. And we just shared a moment to talk. And that feeling is the feeling that I search for in the holidays, is that connectiveness and the little things. So please, everybody, listen to what Faye has to share about this. And your survival of the holidays might even turn into the thriving of the holidays, right? She might be able to give you some of those tips and and as you share parts of your broken pieces, to have that be acknowledged, but that's not where you stay, right? Right. There's so much more and beyond. Yeah, so much more and beyond. It's just, it's just really, really incredible. So, tell us about uh, on the surviving the holidays. This group, how many weeks long is it? Is it a few weeks? Is it all the way through to New Year's? Like. Tell us a little bit more about that part. We will go right up through the 30th of December. But I will let that one right after New Year's be up to the group. If we want to meet one more time after the New Year just to touch base and say, this is, yes, I got through it. And yes, I'm a victor. Or no, I didn't get through it. I didn't make it. Everything was horrible. And yeah but have that last moment to get together. So it's possible we will meet that Thursday after New Year's. All right. Very, very good to know. Hey, y'all, if you have any questions for Miss Faye, she, again, is a four-time author and a three-time author with her book series, Luis, Elena, and Beth, the Grandma, Mom, and Me story, that whole series. So pick up a copy of that today. Join her in her journey of sharing out this hope and knowing that the stories that we have, like you said, 
the broken pieces are still just broken pieces. It doesn't matter who broke them, how they broke. You're coming to the table with pieces that are broken. And the healing that can come through that is welcomed and to come in. Isn't that right, Miss Faye? It is very right. The, there is such a there's such a beauty and a hope to that. And so I hope you all enjoyed this this evening. And if there is any if there's anything that you need, Miss Faye would be so excited to to help, to listen, to be a part of it. Go ahead and join her group. So Faye, where can they connect with you? Um, you can go to my website, that's faybryant.com to sign up for the um the course um you can go to go.faybryant.com slash courses and that's capital c o u r s e yes. awesome do you have that link that after we're closed up here you can drop it down for some comments maybe sure that'd be great that'd be great and then people have a way to reach you con contact you and and really go forward with it yeah Shelly, I agree. This is really great info and taking advantage of that opportunity to, like she mentioned, the survive things and, and allow the holidays to maybe become something better than they had been in the past. So again, give us that, give us that course um, website as well as your other website. Share with us your information one more time. Okay. To get to the courses, it's go, just go.faybryant.com slash courses. And the website itself is faybryant.com. You'll see the, the three uh, coaching areas that I have available there. Plus the books are information there too. Wonderful. Fantastic. See if I can get this little bit. I don't know. I've never really done this live, but hey, why not? We'll, we'll see how it goes. I think I can do this and then I can go like that. And then I think I can go like that. Hey, look. Get there. <laughs> Mamma mia, there it is. <laughs> Very old dog. New trick. Hey, look at that. <laughs> so, you, know, <laughs> you just never know what can happen. So there you go. GeoFayBryant.com slash courses with a capital C. So go ahead there and meet, meet up with her and see what you can do. Again, her books are on Amazon as well as connected to your website for Luis, Elena, and Beth. Go there, see, and get this series. If you have um, young adults, if you have any kind of adults in your life that have a challenging journey, maybe reading something like fiction might bring them in to think, hmm, maybe there is something more that I can reach to. There is the help out there. And if she can just reach that one who then can change their life and who knows what the generations will change after that, it is incredible. Yeah. Faye? With these last two minutes, give us your last, you know, kind of parting words, your your testimony, something that shows how you are a beacon of light. I always want to focus on the forgiveness because I know that that was where my healing came from. Forgiveness does not mean that you are saying what happened was okay. You are not saying that you're letting that person off the hook. Most of the time, they don't know they're on a hook to start with. You're the one who is suffering, not them. So forgiveness is you instead saying, they owe this debt. This is the debt they owe me. They owe me this. 
And then you say, I'm wiping it clean. There's no more debt owed. And when you do that, they may never know. And that's okay. And they probably won't come to you and ask you to forgive them. But that's okay too. This forgiveness is what frees you from where you've been stuck. And see, God does not want you stuck. He has so much life for you. He has this purpose that you were created to fill. And he is ready and waiting to get you started on that. And no matter what has happened to you and no matter what you have done, you have not derailed that purpose. You're just getting ready for it. Just get ready. Beautifully said. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us, popping up here, showing us some love. Thank you for being a part of it. It has been a beautiful evening. And thank you again. Shelly, I agree. Faye is one of the most genuine folks ever. Thank you, Cheryl, for being a part of this, that forgiveness truly is that big key for healing. Thank you, everyone, and we will see you again next week on another episode of Beacon of Light. Bye, y'all. <laughs>